Hi, this is Bruce Buffer, and you're listening to the Bronson Beard Podcast. Hello, tailgaters. Welcome back to the Brats and Beers podcast. We are down a few guys tonight. Um, Cody and Drew got stuck at work, but hopefully they're going to join us in a little bit. Uh, so it'll just be me and also an amazing guest that is joining us tonight. Uh, we have an eight-time NCAA Division I All-American heptathlete, the 2018 Big Ten Conference Field Athlete of the Year, and a University of Wisconsin alum. There is also a rumor going around that she is the best athlete to ever attend Langley Secondary School in British Columbia. We would like to welcome Georgia Ellenwood to the show. Welcome. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Wow. I did not know that. And I feel so honored to be that person. <laughs> that rumor might be something that I started. So um, if, like you see it, it, if you see it anywhere on Twitter, just, just know it was me. <laughs> okay, awesome. <laughs> well, thank you again for joining us. Kind of just to like get into it right away. Um, I guess, what is your training schedule? right now like um obviously i i believe you were qualified for the olympics or are you are you kind of training for it or yeah so, so because of the whole thing that happened last year with them postponing the olympics the whole training schedule got a little bit messed up especially with the borders being closed right now and i am so i was so used to training in wisconsin and up until last year i had been training in wisconsin with my coach from ncaa so um, now I had to make a few changes, came back to Canada. So now I'm in Toronto training with a new group. Um, I obviously miss my old coach and everything, but it's a good setup for what I have available. And I would call myself like advantaged right now with what I have available in the current situation. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm doing the best I can with, with what I have available and our training schedule. We have no idea what it might look like in the upcoming season, but we all just have to stay as positive as we can, as optimistic as we can with, with what's ahead of us. So we just need to be prepared and, and be in shape for when the, the next meet comes and qualification has started. So it's okay. from December up until when they hold the Olympic Games, which is at the end of July. Yeah. So the next probably three months I'll start competing and every one of those competitions um, will count towards qualification. So I have to oh, kind of do the process over again. Um, but so does everyone else. So yeah. um, I'll just have to be ready whenever those, yeah. those competitions come. That's awesome. So what, when you're training, do you usually, cause there's obviously seven events, correct? In the, in the heptathlon. So are yeah, you, yeah. are you, how do you focus on like which event do you give like more attention than others or how's that kind of work? Yeah, that's a good question because a, a lot of people have their strengths and weaknesses in the heptathlon. Um, so it is seven events and sometimes you find yourself um, making gains in one event and kind of lacking in another event. And so you need to try and keep it. I mean, the goal is to keep them all balanced as well as you can. Um, and you definitely, if you see a weakness, you want to train that. You don't want to take what you're strong at and then run with it, which a lot of athletes tend to do. And then they see major gaps in, in um, two very different events. And so uh, I think that's what makes me a heptathlete is that I am pretty even across the board. Um, so what I try to do is just to kind of get 
a little bit better, make like in incremental gains in all of those events. And then the point total will just um, accumulate to a larger total in the end. So that, okay. that's the goal. It's a little bit tough to explain to people yeah. who have never heard of the heptathlon before. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as long as you know it's seven events, then we can go from there. Okay. Okay. I love that. Well, like when you kind of mentioned that, like, do you think that like you, you or the, the event gets enough credit? Like, I feel like there's probably a lot of people who even like went to Madison that like might not even really know like what you were doing. So mm -hmm. it's like, it's like, do you think that it needs to get more credit or? <laughs> Obviously I'm very biased toward my event. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to say no. I think that it should. <laughs> Um, especially because people know of the decathlon a little bit more than the heptathlon too. And I think why it's not as popular as I think it should be is because uh, we, we show up at the very beginning of the meet and we're there until the end of the meet. So you kind of have to have a high uh, <laughs> attention span to follow the whole, um, the whole combined event. For sure. But I also think that people think we're just average all across the board. And when you actually look at the results of the top athletes in the heptathlon in the world, they can compete in the open events with what they're performing, like what uh, distances or times or whatever it is they're performing. A lot of them can go into the open fields and compete just as well and maybe medal in those. They just oh. choose to do the heptathlon. Okay. And so I think a lot of people don't realize that. We just think that um, people just think that maybe we didn't do so well in the open events. So we resorted to the heptathlon and a lot of times it's not the case. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's good to know. Do you, do you have a favorite event that you look forward to? It's always changing. My favorite event right now might be long jump because I haven't done it in forever and I am really missing it. We don't have access to the sand pits right now, but we do have access to everything else. Okay. So, um, that's the one that I'm looking forward to doing the most right now okay. and um, we've just kind of been doing little movements in it so I want to see how those translate into um, me actually doing a full jump okay. so that might be my favorite at the moment but usually it's whatever I'm best in which is so bad <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw on YouTube you were doing some uh, backflips as part of your training in your backyard with I think it was your dog are you still doing backflips out there or how's that going you know, I'm not sure if that was part of my training, but <laughs> I'm not sure if that's like in the requirement to be a heptathlete, but um, I just do it kind of as cross training. When I was young, I did so many different types of sports and I think acrobats are honestly just so good for overall fitness. Um, and I used to do gymnastics, so I kind of just wanted to see where I was at and <laughs> I make like little challenges myself and I, I want to just like challenge myself in different ways that, that keeps me in shape. Um, so I wanted to see if I still had it. And I think the legend is true is when you learn to do a backflip, you never really lose it. Can you do okay. a backflip? I cannot. I've never actually tried, but I'm scared to. So okay. <laughs> you don't try just like on your own. The first yeah, time. No. I'm like six, four and I would be scared to even like attempt to do that. Cause I feel like I would just land on my head. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe on a trampoline I'll try, but no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's your, uh, what's your dog's name? Hercules. We got him when he was one year old, and I, I I can't I can't remember how old I was, but um, he's a standard poodle. He's so fluffy, and everyone thinks he's a labradoodle because of the way that he's shaped. But it's it's really just because our family is so lazy, and we don't shape <laughs> like a poodle. We just keep him big and fluffy, which I like. I like that he just looks like 
a dog that has some fun, you know, yeah, and not all yeah. true and proper. So <laughs> he's a character, that's for sure. That's awesome. I also saw, do you have a cat? I saw a cat on your Instagram or somewhere with like a blue eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my brother's uh, cat. He, I think they, there's so many bids for that cat because my brother's wife actually is the same thing, uh, two different colored eyes. Oh, wow. And so they were a good candidate for for having the cat because it matched her. That's so, awesome. Very good looking cat. I, I think she's a little pest, but um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully won't hear this. <laughs> what is your, uh, what's your favorite memory when you were at the University of Wisconsin? It could be during sports or maybe outside at the bars or, you know, having um, some fun. Yeah. Well, as a Canadian going to, it has to be my freshman year because I did not think that the U.S. was that different than Canada. I was walking in there all confident, like ready to go to college. And um, I made friends like quite easily just because you're put in the dorms and everyone's kind of on their own. So you make friends easily. But I would have to say my first uh, football season going to the games because student athletes get free tickets to the games. And one of my friends convinced me to get there early. So for like the 11 o'clock games, we have to get up really early and stand in line for the games to get into the front row. And I, and looking back on it now, I'm just like, wow, I was such a fangirl. I would never yeah. do that now. And I was like, football, yeah, football. And I was, I didn't know any of the rules. I didn't know anything. But That's there funny. I am standing in the first front row. And like, I don't know what I was doing, but that was a real experience. And I think that I, is too funny. I think I know a lot about football now. Because <laughs> That's are you still a, an avid Badger fan? Do you watch a lot of like your sports still or? I haven't been as much this year. Obviously I was when I was living there, but I feel so disconnected from it living in Canada, especially since the borders are closed right. now, but I do keep updated on social media with Twitter and, and um, Instagram and stuff like that. I follow all the pages. So okay. just like looking here and here and there to see how they're doing. But okay. I know they don't have fans even at the, at the yeah. sporting events right now. So a little less hype around it. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard to be a fan, even like in Wisconsin, like you look forward to the games, but it's not as exciting as, as being able to go to them. I know, but, it's a bummer. It's yeah. a bummer. And I know, I know that's going to be how the season is for us too, even though Sadly, the heptathlon doesn't have many spectators. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's good. I'm, I'm used to it. You'd be your own source of motivation. But yeah, I'm sure our season will look very similar. Perfect. Did you used to uh, partake in like Mifflin and like Halloween on campus? Uh, I was, it was like such a foreign thing to me because every time there was those type of events, obviously the athletes want to go. Like, yeah. They say that they're really strict and and they don't drink or they don't do whatever, but there is a balance there. Like, obviously we do. And some people might say we're the biggest partiers there are, but we always had competitions right before, right after, during a lot of those events. And so it would just be like the temptation of wanting to be there. But you also know that like you want to represent your school well, you want to perform well. So you put it on your own shoulders to make the right decision when it comes to that stuff. And I hadn't always made the right decisions, probably my freshman, sophomore, junior year. (laughs) And so my last two years in college, I got myself together and it's really, um, I I showed myself what I was capable of on the track. So it is a game of, of balancing your social life and, and your sporting career. And I think I'm so glad that I figured it out because so many people don't. Yeah. Okay. 
So Canadians are known for being super like nice and like just like kind of like apologetic and like very nice. But then there's also a stigma around like the Midwest, like the Midwest nice, Wisconsin, like Minnesota nice. Um, did, did you see like a difference? Who do you think are, are, are the nicer group of people? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I, I honestly do think the people in the Midwest are more welcoming and inviting. I think Canadians maybe are well-mannered in that like, please, thank you, sorry, like all this stuff. But I really think the people in the Midwest are, um, I've never felt more comfortable. Like they would allow me into their homes. They would cook me food, like things like that, that just made me feel so comfortable. And I could, I, I feel like a scenario in the Midwest <laughs> that would prove this is like me going to a friend's place for Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, because ours were on, on at different times. And I felt completely comfortable just wearing my pajamas, like, right up from my bed and <laughs> her family's room and no one would care yeah, yeah so I really really enjoyed that and I think that's something uh that's different about how we behave as Canadians but we are both very well-mannered so it, it's it's tough it's tough to yeah. decide okay okay that's fair I, I and I don't know if that means like we're just lazy and we don't want to change into nice clothes or what but <laughs> but I completely agree yeah <laughs> I mean, there's people who wear that out to the bars and stuff. So obviously people oh, don't, don't really care. Yeah. That was a shocker too. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any rivals when you compete? Like whether it's like individuals or maybe when you were at Wisconsin, like if it was in like uh, schools or for like looking forward to the Olympics, if it's like countries or I guess, who are you kind of looking forward to compete against? Yeah, well, for school... <laughs> Uh, I'm sure you'd know this, but Minnesota was our big rival, yeah, especially yeah. with track. Um, they had a lot of multi-eventers. And I tr never really tried to get into that because obviously as a polite Canadian, <laughs> you don't really want to like um, kind of have a bad attitude toward that kind of stuff. But it was really tough when our school spirit was just so um, – it was hyped up and you get into those meets and we do a dual meet every year. We did – uh, against Minnesota you can't help but want to win and there's a little bit of like sour taste in your mouth after because you're like wow this is all for sport like, yeah. I'm sure those are really nice girls <laughs> and so I would say Minnesota during my time at college was definitely our number one rival okay. um, now it's just the European athletes for um, the heptathlon are just so strong and they're it, it's really interesting how um, they perform in the heptathlon compared to the United States and Canada because we're really fast and we're good at hurdles, but our throws are, are weaker events and they're really strong and not as fast and they both work really well. So it's interesting if you follow that during the Olympic year to kind of see what ends up on top. And most of the time it is the Europeans. So there must be something to that. So that's why I'm trying to, I'm trying to pick up a shot <laughs> a little further. But yeah. Did you have, were there any like individuals that you ever like hated going against? You don't have to name drop, but were, were there some people you were just like extra motivated? Oh. Uh, or you can name drop. We can start some beef. That's all right. Oh, I don't want anyone to like listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> not that many, not, not that many people listen to this. Don't worry. So. <laughs> Hmm. I'm trying to think. There was I, I can't remember some of the names, but there was one particular instance where um, it was at a dual meet in Minnesota. Maybe this is why I named it before because <laughs> <laughs> of this instance. Um, it was a long jump competition, and 
you get most points for winning, obviously, and then second and third gets points. And then whoever has the most points for the school at the end wins the dual meet. And I was supposed to pick up a lot of points for a team, obviously. So I did so many different events just to try and get as many as possible. And in the long jump, um, we're jumping like, I wasn't jumping the best, but I was in the lead. So I was jumping like 590, around six meters. Um, and then there is a girl from Minnesota who isn't known to be a good long jumper. And she was jumping around 540s. So she wasn't even in the top three, 540s, 550s. And then we're not even paying attention because we don't think this girl is particularly going to win. <laughs> and so we, he, she jumps and then we hear just screaming, like all the screaming and like everyone's so happy. And they measured, measured the jump as 656. And so I go over there and I'm like, that seems odd. Like she jumped a whole meter further. Like yeah. that's like, in the world of track and field, that's nearly impossible. Yeah. Unless you just don't know your athletic ability. <laughs> and so I went up to the official and they're like, it's like an old man. So I don't want to be like, you didn't do this. But that jump would be like number five in the world at that time. And I'm just wow. like, you know, this has serious consequences if you measure this wrong. Yeah. And um, their facility record, like Minnesota record, like all this stuff. And they had measured it wrong. I, I think to this day that they had measured it wrong. There's no way that that could have happened. So she got the record and everything? Got everything. And I could see that she was kind of like taken back. <laughs> like, ooh, maybe I should say something. But she just, just, I, I don't know. She just um, kind of took it all in and was like, I'll, I'll take that, I'll take that. Like, whatever. Wow. Never jumped near six meters again, ever. Wow. Like, till this day that I know of. <laughs> and so... Through that, process of elimination, that. I'm going to find her and we're going to bring her on the podcast and I'm going to call her out for cheating. So, <laughs> No, and my coach had to like literally sit me down because I was heated. I was like, no, I don't even care that I'm not going to win. She didn't jump that. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow. It's okay. It's not worth it. So that one still gets me going a little bit to this day, but maybe that's, that's why there are rivals. <laughs> that's wild. That is wild. Yeah. <laughs> In, in Wisconsin, we have a lot of like weird named cities. Did you have any that were like very surprising or like, what did you think? Like, that's always like a game for people is to try to pronounce like cities in Wisconsin. Did you have any that you like thought were extra odd? I can remember a couple. Oconomowoc. Oconomowoc, yeah. Yeah. Um, Oshkosh was, an, um, uh, there's probably some I could not even, like I Say. have in my head, but I could not pronounce yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That I, I remember driving outside of the campus for the first time because my whole university experience is practically on campus. Yeah. And when I finally got out of campus and looked at what Wisconsin had to offer, I was just seeing these road signs. I'm like, where am I? Like, I came from Vancouver, BC or Langley BC yeah. and I literally chose to go to college here like I don't know anything about Wisconsin yeah. <laughs> I need to explore yeah. and so I was kind of trapped in this little bubble on campus so I wish I would have got to see more of Wisconsin all I knew about it was cheese and cheese <laughs> yeah that's all everyone knows is cheese cheese, okay. cheese, cheese. that's all right yeah um, so you use painting as kind of like an outlet. What, like, are there any like specific painters that you look up to or like what kind of started you to, to, to begin painting? Um, I have, I, to be honest, I haven't done enough research on 
professional artists. Um, so I don't really gain a lot of inspiration from professionals, but I do gain inspiration from like my life events or <clears throat> the interests of my friends. Um, I like to hear what the, just the average person would hang on their wall sometimes because um, I can paint my expression or how I feel, but if I'm not really uh, in touch with what other people want to, to see as well, then then I don't know if there's a point to it because I want to um, integrate what they like into my work as well as putting my emotions onto the canvas as well. And so I think that's kind of what got me into it. And at the same time, um, I would just like doodle and draw and stuff in my spare time. I was like, maybe I should make something of this, especially if I'm spending so much time doing it. Yeah. Um, and I realized that it was, uh, a form of therapy, I guess, in a way, because when you are painting or drawing, or I'm sure you have something as well when you're doing it, that you can't think of anything else. You're yes. thinking about what color you're using next. You're thinking about where that brush stroke is going to go, all this stuff, but you can't think about, oh, I'm, I'm going to die at practice tomorrow. Like you just <laughs> physically can't. And so I really, I like that it demands my full attention every time I'm doing it. There's a uh, bee on a flower, I believe, on your website right now. So if there's anybody out there who's looking for some art, go on, the, <laughs> go on our website and go get the bee on the flower painting, please. Yeah, it's a good one. I wasn't even intending on, on selling that one. I just have a large fear of bees, not even honeybees, just hornets. But I didn't want to draw a hornet on a flower because that would be, I don't think that would that would sell um and so i was like maybe i'll draw my fear just to make amends with it yeah okay is that your biggest fear or do you have any other fears no i'm so so afraid of the dark still okay do you sleep I, with like a nightlight or anything no <laughs> i don't, I, I don't know how, how scared or how, how big this fear is for you it, 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 it's just if like i think i have night blindness maybe okay <laughs> Because um, when the lights are off, I literally, all of my function, like my, I cannot function whatsoever. And so maybe that's why I'm scared because I have no purpose in the dark whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just fear of the unknown. If you can't see okay. it, I have no idea what's going on. So that okay. might be my biggest fear. The dark. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, what's your, uh, what's your favorite Canadian like provenance, I guess? Um, you mean like area or like, yeah, like, I guess, yeah. Like Toronto. Like, oh, okay. Like, so <laughs> is that, is that what it is a province or what? No, no that's a city, but oh, I didn't know or, if you guys called them cities. Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's so surprised. Not, it's not surprising. Actually. It's surprising to know how many Americans actually do know what provinces are because, um, not many, not many do honestly. And so, um it's we have provinces are like british columbia or ontario or manitoba um and then cities inside so the capitals capital of uh, ontario would be ottawa capital of bc is victoria and so cities <laughs> which are also in provinces we don't have counties but okay. cities are major cities are vancouver calgary toronto so okay. i'm just living in a major city within a province okay okay that's not well what's your favorite i heard toronto's amazing i've never been but you know a lot of people have asked me how i'm liking toronto because of all the hype around the toronto area and drake and everyone's yeah. from here it's so amazing to me. 
Um, but I haven't really got to experience it at all. We're, we've been in lockdown for so long that no stores are, are open. Um, and it's nice like to go down to the water and do a run or anything like that. But I really hadn't had, I can't judge it fairly, I guess, yeah. because right now I, I would prefer uh, Vancouver, which is in British Columbia, okay. just because of the mountains and the ocean and my okay. familiarity with it. And so maybe when I get a little bit more time to get to know the area around here, I'll have a, a, a more fair answer because I'm not <laughs> saying it's Toronto's bad. I'm just saying I haven't fully experienced it yet. So That's all right. take no offense, anyone who is from Toronto. <laughs> so the lockdown's pretty bad there. Like everything is shut down right now. Yeah. I even, um, I was like, I just want to go to the mall or something. Yeah. Like I am so sick of my apartment. Um, I don't want to accumulate too much stuff because I don't know if I'm going to be moving again. Um, and so I'm like, what can I do in my spare time other than draw, other than do <laughs> like some of my hobbies that I already have? Um, and not, absolutely nothing's open. Like I went to the dollar store today. I was like, is there anything in here <laughs> I can do? Just buying crosswords and stuff. Just trying to do I was, something. I'm almost there. <laughs> I'm almost there. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you should have stayed in Wisconsin because they haven't closed like anything here. So we haven't. Uh, not really. Like some stuff is limited, but uh, no, Wisconsin's pretty open as of right now. But yeah, I don't. I don't know which way is the best way to go because we're not doing so hot anyways with the lockdown. So I yeah. don't have an input on that. I just I'm really sick of, um, of of doing the same things it's, it's such a boring life and even if you yeah. have people like that's not a good idea either yeah. so like a loner life and a boring life like it's tough. I'm 25 I'm trying to live yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah um are you a, a hockey fan being from Canada do you have like a favorite NHL team or um I am a bit of a hockey fan uh I am a fan of the Canucks because they are the Vancouver Canucks even yeah. though uh, they've struggled in the past, but <laughs> <laughs> I will always be a Canuck fan just because of, of where I'm from. Where I live. Okay. Um, okay. So I can with that a little bit. Um, I know they play tonight at 10, so I will be watching. Oh, okay. Um, but not, no um, American teams, really. Are you, are you a hockey fan at all? Do you like Minnesota? So I uh, know, no, 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 no. So a, a couple of years ago, like when I was really young, I liked the Colorado Avalanche for some reason. And then, um, kind of didn't follow it for a while. And then me and my friends who are supposed to be on this podcast right now, we, when they were creating the Vegas team, the Knights, um, we decided we wanted to be a fan of an NHL team and we didn't want it to be the Blackhawks or the wild because we're not fans of Minnesota or uh, Chicago. Okay. So we decided to be golden Knights fans. So we're Vegas golden Knights fans. And we've been following them and cheering them on. So completely random, not That's even close to us. But... Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that was all the main questions I had, but I did want to go through two little uh, quick little games here, I guess you can call them. One, I guess, is just more questions, but it's more of like a rapid round of questions. Uh, so, so it'll be like kind of either ors or like favorites, things like that, all right? Okay. All right, so beer or seltzers, like hard seltzers? Oh, seltzers. Seltzers, okay. Yeah, uh, uh, brats or burgers? Oh, brats are so good, brats. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Um, Batman or Superman? Uh, oh, that's tough. I would say Batman. You're more mysterious. Yeah. Okay, I like that. 
Uh, your favorite food? Uh, <laughs> um, I would say it's it's honestly like broads are so good. Wow. I was just like, uh, or we call them smokies, which are um, yeah. they're kind of just like uh, yeah, like kind of like brats, but more of a Canadian version on the barbecue. Okay. Okay. So so you had brats before you came to Wisconsin. I guess uh, smokies. There's a certain taste though about okay. brats and like. I would always get them at football games, so maybe some memory attached to it as well. Okay. But I'm so sad. We don't really have them here. So uh, Yeah, you, you can't go wrong with a good brat for sure. A good Wisconsin brat. Mm -hmm. uh, um, what is your dream place to travel? Um, I would love to go to Egypt just because mm -hmm. I, I really don't know much about it whatsoever. Okay. And I've traveled a lot for track and field, but for – leisure i would love to go somewhere exotic like that yeah just because i i it's always business wherever i go so if i were to choose somewhere that's yeah okay <laughs> great answer um would you rather win a gold medal in the next olympics and then never win a medal again or win a silver medal in the next four olympics <laughs> <laughs> uh, if i won a gold medal i could quit right after <laughs> <laughs> so that's my answer that's the answer okay I love it. Um, favorite Instagram account that you follow? Oh, man. Um, what, what is it called? Five Minute Crafts or something? It, it's like oh, so cheesy. It's, they'd be like, um, you can use Coke to clean your tables. Like oh. just, <laughs> just like such stuff that you, if you actually tried it, you know it wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah. Love that. I'm like, don't play me like this. Yeah, I love seeing those things, and I'm just like, I'm not even. I shouldn't even be looking at this. Like, what? no. Like, and I just watch it. I'm like, wow, that looks great after. And you just know it's not the case. But yeah, they're fooling me. <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. Uh, what's your favorite Madison bar, or what was your favorite Madison bar? Oh well, I was very very close with the managers, um, and I helped them out a little bit when I was there um, at Soto. Okay. Um, but if I were to go to just like a bar, I mean, I, I went, to, <laughs> I would probably go to Wando's because I would get in Wanda. there all the time when I was <laughs> underage. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, but that's that that's that was a thing way back when. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go get the fish bowls there? Uh, only a couple times. Those okay. are like bad hangovers. If I had yeah. Those are rough. Those are rough for sure. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't do that right now. I wouldn't do that again. <laughs> no, thanks. Uh, what's your favorite dinosaur? Oh, uh, pterodactyl. <laughs> okay. That's a good answer. We, we just had that question on our, on our last episode. So. What would you say? If that was like a very, like you had to answer really quick. Oh, mine. I said, oh God. I had three. I had three that I listed, but that's I, I love like the Velociraptor is pretty awesome. I think it's like a little mm -hmm. badass. And then I had the T Rex, obviously, and then I had the Ankylosaurus, just because he looks like a badass too. But oh my gosh, that's that is a tough question. It is I hard. The, the default is obviously T-Rex, but I wasn't going to be yeah. basic like that. Yeah, exactly. That's why I didn't want to say it. I'm like, ah, yeah. we'll go <laughs> uh, what's your favorite number? Uh, 10. I was always 10 in soccer when I was younger. I would choose 10 if we had numbers on track. So I would just say that. It's not like okay. it's just 
since a young age. Okay, nice. Uh, how many Krispy Kreme donuts do you think you could eat in an hour? In an hour? Yeah. Oh, like, I, hmm. I saw you post with some donuts on your Instagram, so I'm just curious how many how many you can down. Oh, probably so many. Like, <laughs> As a freshman, I 100% gained the freshman 15. And I, one time, I remember I ate five donuts for breakfast. I'm an damn, athlete. Damn. Who does that? Five of them. That's like not even in a competition. You were just like, I'm no, just putting I did these that down. For fun. And That's... so I'm pretty sure I could eat like at least in an hour, at least like 25 to 30. Oh, wow. That is impressive. We might have to have a Krispy Kreme challenge and get you on here. And do something. Uh, I can't afford to do that now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So. We'll, we'll have to wait till after you win your gold medal and you retire. Yeah, that sounds good. Plan it out. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Do, do you prefer like just the glazed regular or what, what's your, what's your go-to for yeah, donuts? Yeah, 100%. I don't, okay. if it, if there's too much topping, I think it kind of ruins the donuts. So I okay. like plain glazed. Do you warm them up at all or just eat them regular? I don't. I know there's like an art to eating donuts some people have or they cut them or whatever it is oh. I, I think I'd want them warm yeah but yeah. I would eat them either way I'm not gonna be picky yeah <laughs> I think it's like seven or eight seconds I think is like the key to a good glazed donut in the microwave. oh okay I'll keep yeah. that in mind so, so try that next time uh you're eating some um well that is good for the rapid round and now i want to do i was trying to think of a creative name for this it was just trivia but i called it like the hep trivia thon because i just want to ask you seven questions and see if you can get them okay um so how the first one how heavy is the shot put used in the olympics for the woman yeah for women um four kilograms or 8.8 .8 pounds nice what about for men Ooh, 16 pounds i think yep. it's Okay. Yep. Okay. See, but I don't know how I, it's what's kilograms. Is it I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no clue. I, I, I do everything in pounds. So I didn't even look that up. So I apologize for that. Okay, no, you're good. <laughs> uh, number two, what is the name of the very large annual car show that takes place in Langley? Oh my God. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> I will not. I know it's on Fraser Highway, but I have no idea what it's called. Please tell me. The Langley Cruise Inn. Oh my gosh, that is gold. I, <laughs> I can't believe you have that. <laughs> so you've, you've been to it or no? It's right by my house. It's so easy. I remember going there when I was young with a friend and we got free tank tops and we were Ooh. so happy and we wore them like every day. And they probably said Langley Cruise in on it, didn't they? Probably. I could <laughs> go dig that up. That's funny. Um, what is the name of the very popular large lake near the Madison campus? Uh, um, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I know this. Ah, I don't, oh my God, I can't remember. I'm so sad. It starts with men, Lake Men. Oh. Mendota. Mendota. Lake Mendota. Oh my goodness. I need to take right. a trip back to Wisconsin. <laughs> You're welcome back anytime. Uh, <laughs> Number four, what famous heptathlete won three gold, one silver, two bronze medals in the heptathlon and the long jump in the 80s and 90s? Is it Jackie Joyner-Kersey? Yeah. 
see. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, you've got to get that one. Yeah. Um, number five, true or false, there is a town called Ellenwood, Georgia. There is. <laughs> I will not hear the end of it. <laughs> Do a lot of people bring that up to you? Yeah, I did a heptathlon in Georgia one time, and the officials were just thought it was the greatest thing ever. And they were like, oh, it's such a boring town. I was like, well, that's cool. I'm not a boring person. <laughs> like, what are you trying to say? That's funny. <laughs> so I will stay away from there at all costs. <laughs> uh, well, let's not go there. Um, <laughs> number six, what is the British Columbia province bird? Um, is it a heron? No, is no, no. Oh, wait, it's not the province bird. Oh, it's a loon. No, that's Canadian. <laughs> I have a, uh, and this is all straight off of Wikipedia. So I have the Stellar's J. Does oh, that sound right? Yeah, that would make sense. Okay. Uh, the last one. Can you name one other famous person with the same birthday as you? Oh. August 5th, right? Yeah, August 5th. Obama. Does he really? I think so. Oh, wow. I didn't even have that on my list, but. I might look that up right <laughs> now. Obama's birthday. Because I remember being like, why do you have to steal the show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, August 4th. Dang oh. It. Okay. Well, what do you have? Do, do you know any others? There's, an, uh, there's another Olympic athlete um, that shares the same birthday as you. She, uh... She's in the bobsled. Oh. She's a, um, what I believe, I think she's like a 40-year-old virgin right now, or 30-something-year-old virgin, uh, pretty famously. Lolo Jones, do you know Lolo? Oh, yes, she does. Yeah. Uh, I have her. I have Patrick Ewing, if you know him, um, Neil Armstrong, oh. I, the actor Jesse Williams, and then uh, Funkmaster Flex. If you know who Funkmaster Flex is, wait, I don't know who that is. Oh, uh, he's like a um, like a music like a DJ. I'm not sure if I will be honored to share the same person, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. See? Yeah, we we could we could cut him out. <laughs> okay, it's a good roster though. Otherwise, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, similar to you, I have uh, Britney Spears is the day before mine. She's on December 3rd, and mine's oh, December 4th. But okay. but I have, I have Jay-Z on mine, and he even wrote a song called December 4th. So Wow. Um, and his name is Sean as well. So we have a lot of similarities. So That is something to be proud of. Yeah, me and Jay-Z are pretty much best friends. He yeah, that's what it friends. sounds like. Just doesn't know it yet. But. Okay, one day. <laughs> But that is, uh, that is everything that I have. Um, do you have any questions you're dying to ask me? Um, what's the weather like in Wisconsin right now? Uh, it's very cold, and I think we're going to get a snowstorm tomorrow. So, uh, Has it been? Because I remember when I was in Madison, it was storms all the time, and I was so sick of it. Yeah, it, it, hasn't, it hasn't been that bad. It's just been really cold. Like, we've had snow a couple times, mm -hmm. but it's. I guess I can't even say it's like – crazy it's basically been between 20 and 40 degrees a lot of the time but okay. um the wind has been bad some days but yeah do you it's, know celsius at all do i know what like how to, um what it would be in celsius <laughs> no idea <laughs> i should trivia you on you should i would <laughs> i would be clueless so yeah. 
but that's it. I wanted to know if there's more snow there than we have here. But well, what do you guys have there right now? It's just cold, like yeah, thirties, forties. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> it's like uh, two negative two degrees Celsius. So we'll have to we'll have to do another interview, and I'll get a conversion chart, and we can, can kind of go from there. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining me tonight. I'm sorry the other two guys um, couldn't join, okay. but, but I appreciate you taking the time out and, uh, and talking to me tonight. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It was really fun. Yes, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yes, thank you. Well, good luck um, with the Olympic trials, and we'll be cheering you on for sure. So thanks take so care. Much. Okay. Thank See you. Bye-bye. <laughs>